Hi, this is Colleen McGee from the Garrison Public Affairs Office, welcoming you to episode 34 of Fort Riley, the podcast. This week, we address a tough subject, sexual assault. We'll hear from the coordinator of the Fort Riley Sexual Harassment Assault Response Prevention Program, and we will hear from a survivor of military sexual trauma. Barbara Garber, 1st Infantry Division, SHARP Program Manager. Tell me what SHARP's goal is. SHARP's goal is to eliminate sexual violence. And the way to do that is to effect change through the culture, through prevention, to foster an environment of dignity and respect. And what is your best tool to accomplish that goal? The best tool, um, our greatest asset, are the people who that, who will affect the change from leaders all the way down to an E1 just coming into the Army. And we know that prevention is the goal, but we also know that bad things still happen. So what are some of the services that you have available should someone find that they have been a victim from harassment all the way up to sexual violence? Communication is the key. There are avenues for victims and complainants to seek services without letting chain of command know. But without letting chain of command know, offenders will not be held accountable because with the restrictive report, you, you seek services, mental health, physical, uh, medical, but holding perpetrators accountable because the message that goes out is that if you do bad things, you are no longer welcome in the United States Army and commanders can enforce that. Now, Maria and I were talking. Maria, would you go ahead and give us your name and tell us who you are? Uh, yes. Um, my name is Maria Girolamo. I'm a uh, better, an Army veteran, and I'm also a military spouse. I have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice administration, and I'm working on my master's degree in legal studies, and also an MST survivor, which is military sexual trauma. And you and I were talking a little bit earlier. Your trauma was a while ago, and things have changed in the services that are available today. So what would you tell somebody who was facing that situation and afraid to step forward. My assault happened in 2010, and now, you know, with my interactions with Sharp and stuff and wanting to help encourage other victims, the changes have been tremendous. Back when my assault happened, all we had were Sharp counselors. Now they have so many more resources available, and I know for a lot of victims, it is very daunting. It is scary, but for me, what helped me take the first step was to step outside that fear and face it. And in doing so, I was able to reach out to Sharp. Now, granted, I understand, you know, this is a very traumatic, very embarrassing thing because nobody wants to talk about it because of the nature of the crime. But it's really important. Even if a victim isn't going to make it a res- an unrestricted report and get chain of command and CID involved, it is imperative that they come forward and at least try to seek help for themselves. Because even though my incident happened in 2010, I still feel the after effects of it. And had it not been for SHARP and the additional counseling services that I've received through the VA through the years, I don't know what would have happened. 
because I do know that it is something that if you keep inside and quiet and try not to talk about it, it'll eat you alive. And I've been on the precipice of feeling what that's like. And, you know, if through my testimony, I can encourage victims to come forward, then that's what I want to do, because that is a very scary and lonely place. And with the help of the sharp services offered, especially in modern times, it can make it so much easier for a victim to cope and manage. And I think that would be the greatest takeaway, if anything, that I would like victims out there who are listening to understand and to know that you're not alone. I'm a victim myself and I'm coming forward, you know, not just to share my story, but to show them that they're not alone. They're not the only victim. And there's people who are willing to love them, to support them, to encourage them and to pray with them if that's what they want. One of the things that Marie and I were talking about earlier, and Barb, you can help with this, is that should a victim decide to go with an unrestricted report, which means that it goes through the legal process, that they don't have to go to court by themselves anymore. No, not at all. And that is one of the hallmarks. They're assigned to SARC, um, which is a sexual assault response coordinator, and a victim advocate. And that victim advocate will walk with them through that journey and they will have support. They can also have family members participate because it is, because the process can be, like Maria had said, very long, overwhelming, and victims sometimes don't want to come forward because it's like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I can't be put out there like that. But we have a support team in place. Every brigade has full-time personnel. And if victims are not comfortable for whatever reason being in that brigade, they can always come to division. And we try to get their needs met, whether they want a female advocate, want a male advocate. We work on helping them heal from this trauma. From each of your experiences, one of you from the uh, side of receiving assistance and the other one from coordinating assistance. Tell me what you think is the number one thing from your perspective, and Barb, I'll have you go first, that you've found to be the most effective. The most effective is the support of the command, because at the end of the day, if a victim is a soldier, they already have the allegiance to the military, and that commander and his or her team having the support of them helps the process and the healing begin and end for the victim. No one wants to come forward and not be believed. We want you to come forward. You may not get the outcome that you think you should have, but with the support of a good command team, a good SHARP program, there can be healing that occurs. And Maria, from your perspective, what has so far for you been the most effective thing in your personal recovery? Well, the most important thing for me when I experienced my trauma was when my assault happened. It was, it felt empowering and I felt relieved really to be able to have somebody that I could go talk to and vent and cry to about what happened where I felt safe, where I felt supported, encouraged, and motivated. And I say this, you know, I emphasize on this because a lot of soldiers, they're not usually stationed near family. And when something like this happens, you feel like you're with a bunch of strangers and it's hard to talk about as it is. 
So my encouragement to victims, and I'll agree with Ms. Barb, the key thing is to come forward to know that you're going to be believed no matter what, regardless of what the stereotype is, you know, as far as how victims have been treated in the past. It has changed. I mean, it's gotten to the national level where even the head guy in the Army said, don't be afraid. We're going to believe you if this thing happened. Come forward. It's imperative. The important thing for the victim is to heal. Even if they don't want to report it, make it official. At least come forward and talk about it. You have to tell somebody because if not, it's going to eat you alive. Barb, would you go ahead and give us phone numbers that people can call? We have a 24-hour sharp hotline for First Infantry Division. Okay, so that number is 785-307-9338. And as I said, that's a 24-hour number. The um, And I'm going to, if it's okay with you, give my direct office number, which is 785 785- Two three nine zero six one nine, and anyone is welcome to give me a call because as the program manager, if I don't know what's happening, there isn't a way to help it get better. So if anyone has any comments, I'd love to hear them. Thank you for listening. And we know that this is a tough topic, especially for those who are dealing with the aftermath and trauma of sexual assault. I join Barb and Maria in urging anyone dealing with sexual harassment or assault to step forward and get some help. You can reach someone here at Fort Riley 24-7 by calling 785-307-9338. There is also a national hotline, 877-995-5247.